Hello. Testing. Howdy and welcome to the Three Stride Podcast, where we take a humorous look at the equestrian world. Here are your hosts, Laura Fernandez, Julia Hansen, and Molly Heroy. Giddy up. Giddy up. I feel like we got to open with the excitement of our intro music every single I know, time. When we do it, it's dead silent in here. So we're just like, hey, welcome back. Maybe we should play it. Maybe, maybe, but not, but not sit down at the last minute. We're like, <laughs> yeah. hey, guys, well, <laughs> heart rate's up. Mm. Okay. Uh, this is the Three Stride podcast, and we have quite the treat for you today. We are going to interview <laughs> our gal, Molly Heroy of Tack of the Town. Again, our one and only sponsor today. This episode brought to you by Tack of the Town. <laughs> no affiliation, just a random sponsor? Yeah, no, no one knows. <laughs> Molly, um, you actually just got back from Temecula. I did. It was a fun two weeks. Uh, very exciting to be back horse showing after a little break. So we're going to get really deep into that horse show because there were some pictures that I, I refuse to swipe right. <laughs> Not for the reason that you all are thinking, but I refuse to see the whole showcase of photos that you had. But I think we're going to get into it today. Okay. Okay. You ready? I have no shame. Okay. Jay, <laughs> yeah. are you in here? Are you ready yeah. to like share this? I can see. Okay. Can you see perfectly? Okay. Molly, we want to get personal first. How did you meet sweet Ryan? Website creator. And I will say Ryan is a very attractive oh. gentleman. Laura's crush part two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, JC. I, JC. <laughs> oh, uh, JC's editing this. JC. Nope. I am married, but I will say Ryan is one of the coolest guys. He also built our website. He designed our logo. Big fan. But I want to see, I actually really don't know this story of how you, the two of you met. Honestly, uh, it's pretty creepy. Um, <laughs> so we grew up really close to each other. His aunt was my next door neighbor. We knew a ton of the same people, but we went to neighboring high schools. And I'm sure we were places in the at parties and stuff at the mm -hmm. same time, but I never I never knew him. And so he moved home from college and actually started Are you are you both the same age? No, he's two years older than me. When How old are you again? I'm 32. Oh, I told everyone that you're 33. I'm so sorry. I'll be 33 in like a month. No. Okay, carry on. So he kind of moved home from college, started seeing this girl that I knew, and she was posting <laughs> pictures of him. And I was like, damn, he's cute. Where was this guy? Well, I was like, I want some of that. Up. Yeah. And then they pretty quickly broke up. <laughs> Um, and then I was out at the Because time. of you? Molly's like, I broke them up yes. really fast. It was easy. Did yeah. you really? Did no, you break? No, no, no. They broke up separately. The Why'd they break did up? That. I think it just fizzled out. Yeah, fizzled out, whatever. Because she Not wasn't Molly. Exactly. <laughs> so then back in the day when Town Square was the Oh, yeah. To be Brie O. <laughs> Miller's Ale House. There's that big party room. And one time I was out and he happened to be there with another friend of mine. And I was like, oh, my God, that is the hot guy. What the hell? And I have this thing for tall people. And Ryan's an actual giant. He's six, seven. Yep. And spot him, you can spot him anywhere. Best person to go to Disneyland with anywhere. You're like, oh, where am I? Where am I? Oh, 
There we are. <laughs> it's great. So I was telling my friend who was our mutual friend, I'm like, hook it up. He did not give me the time of day. Zero. What? So then it was like my mission. I was like, it is on. I was like, I will have him. <laughs> yeah, you will be mine. Then it was my cousin, Amanda Heroy, who, uh, that's a whole nother story, but <laughs> call Amanda Heroy at Ballius Insurance for all of your horse insurance needs. We have another, we have another host, yeah, Red our, Ad. That's our second uh, sponsor. Oh, yeah. Sponsor. I'm like, Amanda, get on that. <laughs> um, so it was going to be her birthday and she is an only child and her parents are awesome. And so they were like, oh, we're going to throw this big, huge party and rent this suite at the Hard Rock. And oh. I was like, hey, we're having a party for my cousin birthday you want to come and he was like okay whatever and I made sure that my other friend was invited and was going to drag him along so that's that's kind of how it started and eventually talked him into marrying me you know how many years did you guys date before you got married once I hooked him that was it he was not (laughs) looking back so it was not very long we met right after I turned 21 Mm -hmm. and we were married by the time I was 24 Okay. Like married fully. Right on. It was. We're, we really get to it with the marriages, right? You know what? I know what. I, that's the thing. You know, you know. Well, no, you know true. what, though? It took JC four years to propose to me. It took him a year and a half to say, I love you. Oh, my. Oh, really? My, yeah. I'm peace. Yeah, he, a year and a half, a year and a half, and he had to make it like uber romantic too. Oh, but yeah, see, he probably would. He was it to be perfect. Uh, he like, was he was waiting, but yeah, four years before he even proposed. Then we got married a year later, so he didn't move fast. You moved fast, but that's yeah. for your questions, Julia. Oh, this yeah, is not a, whoa, whoa, whoa. this is not yeah, your you show. Guys, Back to Molly. Molly. Molly, who is your equestrian idol? Verone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That is so hard. There's so many. Remember, this is a 15 to 20 minute long episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many people that are amazing, but I think the one that always pops in my brain immediately is McLean Ward. Mm. Everything he does is just turns to gold, fluid, smooth, amazing. Obviously, uh, he he's up there and probably the best of all time. So that's who I'm going with. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Who's been your favorite clinician and why? Hmm. I really, my mom used to bring Susie Hutchinson in a lot Mm. and she was really, really fun. I also thought that the, I don't know, that's so hard to pick one. Richard Spooner was good at your barn. Richard Spooner is amazing. Master of Faster. With him. And he is so nice and personable and just delightful. One time I was struggling to fix this hole punch and he was like, here, let me see it. I can fix it. I'm like, no, 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 that's below your pain. Don't touch it. No, no, no. I got it. Fixed it. Smiles like so charming and handsome. So actually I do think that he's probably my So you're telling me Richard Spooner would have taken Laura's halter, punched a hole in it and put that nameplate on. Immediately. Seamlessly. (laughs) Effortlessly. Richard Spooner made me ride with one stirrup. Oh. Yeah. I wasn't a fan. Laura's like, that wouldn't be my. I, I liked him. I liked him. Okay, <laughs> next question. What's your favorite thing about your trainer, Judy? Judy is my spirit animal. <laughs> Judy and I think about things in the same way. We have very similar personalities. Um, she's obviously amazing, an amazing writer and jumps the grand praise and does everything. But just personality-wise, we are cut from the same cloth. So I really enjoy her all what, around. What's your least favorite? Oh, she's great. Oh, I love you, Judy, but the organization <laughs> could be better. <laughs> and that's Molly saying, <laughs> which is saying a lot. 
<laughs> Your good qualities make up for it. <laughs> Out of Laura's and my horses, which one would you choose to ride? Ride or own and show? Because I think Uno is my vibe. You know what I mean? Uno, like, yeah, because he's hotter, that spicy. A little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to torture myself by not ever picking one that could. I get it. That's easy. I get it. Yeah. Uno. I think it's Uno. Okay. Well, I do love Garcon though too. Garcon <laughs> mm. yeah, is a cutie patootie. How did you find your current horse, Fiona? That was actually everything that I said I wasn't going to do or buy or participate in is Fiona. And I just have a type, I guess. So I met Fiona. She was a homebred from Julia and Laura's trainer and had a really cool mom that ended up needing some time off and uh, Annette picked a stallion and bred and I fell in love with her and I literally didn't even try another horse. It was, she's so like, what's she like to ride though? I call her. Okay. Well at home, does she take leg? Does she, she doesn't like her face touch, right? She's what I call the ultimate ladies ride. You put a little leg on, she's out in front of you. You don't have to kick and spur and push and work hard. You can be so lazy on her because you just put a little leg, she scoots up. You do a little half halt, she's back behind you. There's no pulling, there's mm-hmm. no kicking. That's my favorite part about her. And people watch her and she kind of like, all her parts can move faster. Tail spins around and they're like, oh, that looks like a lot. And I'm like, mm, ride it. And they're all like, oh my God, I love her. I love her because it's just easy in that way. No, she's so fun to watch. I mean, I love watching you two in the ring. Oh, she's such a cutie. Okay. Now this is actually a little bit of, could be a challenging question because you do love Fiona, but is Fiona your favorite horse that you've ever had? Yeah, I think she is. I think she is. She's been... The thing that I love about her, and it can be challenging at times, is she's definitely one of the smarter horses I've ever had. I bought her when she was just about to turn four. She was only four when you got her? Mm-hmm. I totally forgot that. Yeah, she was four. She, You can watch her study things and learn it. You can almost see the little wheels in her brain turning, and that has been rewarding. It's fun to watch her figure something out and learn something, so it's been enjoyable for the most part. All right. So this might be a challenging question, too, with you carrying so many riding brands and having your own tack trailer. So what's your favorite equestrian brand? I would have to say Sam Shield. They're, mm-hmm. I knew you were going to say mm-hmm. that. I did. I knew that. They, I like a little bit of something fun because I'm in the jumpers and their breeches fit me like I was the mannequin. Like, <laughs> it's there's no, no good fabric. Yeah. Good fabric. A little bit of sparkle, a little bit of yeah. sass. I, I'm into it. Now, what if you did not run Tack of the Town? What would you do outside of the equestrian world? I worked in a law firm for 10 years and I actually find it very interesting. I probably, I had thought long and hard about becoming a lawyer. So I'd probably say that the reason I didn't do it is because I knew I didn't want to spend that kind of time away from my kids, but I really enjoy that field and I liked it and I enjoyed working in it for years. That's, that's exactly my whole process. Okay. Okay. What was one of the most embarrassing moments in the show ring? Perhaps. Okay. Laura, set me up for this one. Perhaps last weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Woof. Um, I fell off not once, but twice last week. I actually don't really get embarrassed by falling off, but when you fall off and I fell off in the warm up ring and it was 
impressive. My trainer is like me. La-di-da. Like I've seen kids get thrown. Everything happen. I've never seen her break into a run. I looked up and she was running towards me. I was like, oh my God, am I dead? No. Is my spirit leaving my body? So what happened? So I was cantering up to the oxer, getting ready to go in and probably like meter 15 oxer in the warm-up ring. And I I knew that the distance wasn't going to be great, but I just kind of kept riding and she ended up stopping, not super hard, stayed on through that. And then as a correction, I kind of sat there and held her straight and put my spurs in her. She proceeded, which I think this was her honestly trying to do the right thing and fix the mistake. She proceeded to rear onto her hind legs and then leap off of her two back feet, just launch herself off of her two back feet and jump the meter 15 oxer. From a standstill? From a standstill. Molly. I went, my trainer, who is not dramatic and is like, oh, you're fine. No, Judy is so chill. She's like, you just fell off a building. That's how high in the air you went. So she launches. So you are at a standstill right at the base of the jump. Mm -hmm. You spur her. She gets on her hind legs. And then from that standstill launches. Does she clear the jump or does she land on top of the pole? She clears the front rail and knocked the back rail of the oxer out, obviously. So how did you just shoot up in the air? I shot. I was catapulted straight up in the air. And then I landed kind of almost in front of her like I looked up and she was and she luckily is very quick on her feet and made sure to not step on me and everything else and it was her attempt I think to do the correct thing that she thought I was asking of her but it I mean you could not recreate that scenario ever again I've never seen it no I've never even heard anything and that's the thing we hadn't even discussed the fall and because it again I refuse I don't really like watching fall videos nor do I like seeing fall pictures it's just not my jam but I you had said you fell in the uh, warm-up ring so I'm thinking just I mean not like it just but a biff of like okay I yeah like a casual this is insane I have never heard anything like that you were wearing your uh, safety vest right Yes. And I've fallen off of my vest a few times where it's like, okay. Wait, did you go in the show ring then? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Without the vest? No. So luckily one of my good friends was standing there with the vest and I was like, shoot, they're going to have to hold the ring while I reload my vest. She was like, oh, here, just take mine. Oh, okay. I didn't even think about that. But like, I mean, the whole ring stopped. Every trainer in there walked over and I could, they were like, are you okay? You're okay. But really... I was, I mean, I'm a little sore now, but I felt fine. I just, the wind was knocked out of me. So I couldn't get air. How did you get compose yourself? Because it is a little bit daunting, a little bit, a little daunting to fall in the warm up ring and then get up and then compete. I want to analyze this a little bit. Do you take deep breaths? Do you count? How do you reset yourself after that to give yourself the mental capacity to then enter the show ring? Honestly, that was a really crazy experience where it was like in my mind, that will never happen to me again in my lifetime. No. I, that, it, I'm not going to go in the ring. and ha- It's not like, oh, she stopped and I, and I flew off because she stopped. That wasn't something that I even had in my mind, this is ever going to happen again. Mm-hmm. So once I realized I was okay and in the way that I fell and from how high I fell, my air vest, I think I would have at bare minimum because I landed on my back and kind of on my right side. I would have at least had broken ribs and the way that the air vest comes up and like holds your head kept my neck still. I mean, it was truly a miracle lifesaver and that's in that oh, totally. type of fall. But I got up and Jenny's like, okay, like, you know, take a breath, make sure you're okay. Let the adrenaline go down. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're actually fine. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I just 
had the wind knocked out of me. And I look over and the groom's taking the saddle <laughs> off and he's like, this this girl's dead. <laughs> She's this, not getting back on. done here. Like, this is the end of our show week. Yeah. It's Sunday afternoon. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm going home early. <laughs> um, and I'm like, I think I'm fine. Put me back on. And Judy's like, okay, whatever you want to do, go with your gut. It's, I go, honestly, I think I'm fine. So I just got back on, jumped a couple jumps, went in there, go clear. Killed it. Killed it. But then by that point, my brain was <laughs> so rattled that I'm like, oh my God, I jumped clear for the first time all week and I don't know the jump off. Okay, I'll just jump the first two jumps and I'll have to see number three. Yep. I knew where the first two jumps were, but there was four jumps in a line. And so I was pointed at the wrong one and <laughs> pulled out and went to the other one within two strides. And so I pushed her right through the front rail. She was so compliant and so good, honestly. I, not to humanize her, but I think maybe she felt bad. She probably was like, I'm so sorry. I was trying to do the right thing and I Aww. launched you. Yeah, it was it was a lot. And No, that's really heavy, but I do. But I ended know, up seventh. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Like, there was that 47 people in no, that class. No, that's a competitive division too. Yeah. It's not like you're dealing with. And then with... I was mad because I was like, how cool would it have been to have that ridiculous yeah. fall and go in and just be like, I'm doing the victory gallop. But missed it by a couple places. No. I, I mean, I think that's one thing that we all really admire about you, though, Miles, is that you are such a brave and strong and even keeled person. And I really do think that helps so much with your riding. And it's also just so fun to be around you. That was your nice your little treat. compliment. Your oh, treat. Okay, because so now we're going to get right in back into it. What's your biggest insecurity, Molly? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways so anyways let's keep bringing you back down we'll bring you up and then we'll bring you down we'll bring you back up again actually i don't know about the next question i would say i've struggled with and i keep trying to work on holding my upper body and holding myself at the base of the jump and that's one thing that as soon as there is a little bit of nervousness i've gotten I've really worked hard to get much better at it and I can do it pretty consistently at home. But that I would say is the thing in my writing that I think looks the worst and I'm probably the most insecure about. Got to hold that upper body a little bit better. Okay. It always looks good though in pictures. I don't know. Your boobs on the neck is never a great but, look. Okay, but you've gotten nice. a lot better because I remember – what was that horse you had before, Fiona? Uh, churny. Yeah, and you were getting back into it. And I remember the first time I saw you, I was like, Molly, you be snapping that you upper sn body. I know. So bad. So, but now I don't even notice. And I've been working really hard on it, and it's really clicked in at home. But when I go to the horse show and that kind of yeah. energy is coursing through you, she comes back. But oh, I'm working yeah. on it. Okay. Who's your favorite child? Ooh. <laughs> Depends on the day. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's a mom answer there. It is. There's it no favorite. On the day. Okay. Would you rather be in a hunter jog and trip and fall in front of everyone or be holding a horse for a big rider and it gets loose from you and you're to blame? Hunter jog. Because yeah. <laughs> that's me. Like if somebody's horse, I mean, there's almost nothing I'd rather do less than do anything with the hunters at all. But at least that's on me. Like if somebody's million dollar horse slipped or I, that I couldn't handle You're like, that. Uh, so your horse is like probably by the barns now. And let me tell you, sitting outside the Grand Prix ring with my store, people are like, can you hold this? I'm like, 
where'd you go? <laughs> so it's happened and I've thought about it. So that's when I, I can answer. You got two hands on the reins. You got your heels dug in. Like, yeah, yeah. Here's your horseback. Like, stay here. <laughs> okay. Lastly, what would you rename your tack trailer right now? Go, go. Oh, this is too long. Five. Too long. I, I can't. I, you know how long it took me to come up with? I have. I have, I have. We have an yeah. idea. The three uh, stride trailer. Oh, the three stride trailer. I was going to say Molly's Tack Shack. <laughs> yeah, either of those <laughs> definitely. Um, I did want to ask though. When are we going to get some uh, logo presents on the trailer? Oh. Or, or at least you know a simple reshare on the Instagram. See, Julia used to I, do I'm my still social logged in. media. I can do it. I can do it. Okay. And um, she now is like a grown up with like a real job. So as you can see, I'm not. I got it. I'm still logged in. Strong in yeah. the in the social media. Okay, department. I'm I'm gonna throw a curveball. I have a question okay. for Molly to bring it back to us, Julia. If you could give both of us, me and Julia, one piece of advice when it comes to our riding. Because you do, you are my, my person, obviously both of you are, but both of you, I call, I like ask for advice. So I think that you're Molly, great advice. So what would be your one piece of advice for me and Julia? Um, Individually, don't combine us. Okay. We're, we're individual gals. You're You're your own people. Don't combine us. Laura, it's pretty easy because I think we talk about it more often. My right leg. No, nope, nope. My right leg. No. (laughs) Absolutely not. It would be that impulsion covers up a multitude of mistakes and that if you really get that happy forward canner, it is going to work out better for you in almost every situation. Oh, you canter past the distance? Great. You're cantering down to the base with a little extra canter. You're going into a double, a triple, whatever. Get in, get out, have a rail down. Who cares? Hmm. You got to get in. You got to... Yep. That is great advice. And it's something that I will apply at the next show. Now for Julia. She's perfect. Julia, you are um, so perfect and so beautiful and so smart that um, I just, I mean, last advice you gave me, I was like, "Mm, your horse is neurological. You should probably kill it. So that's true. Meanwhile, comes to find out he has a very treatable vitamin E deficiency, but that did make him but neurological. But he was, I was going to say, he was neurological. I was like, mm, it's tripping and trying to murder you. I think it. You want to jump a cross rail? Something's wrong. So maybe you should just not take any advice from me <laughs> because all we had to do was give him a little scoop of health E and yeah, he's right as rain. Like, a vet bills later going to Chino. We thought I thought he was going to die. Muscle biopsy. I'm like Julia. Oh make peace with it. This is not good. Molly's like say goodbye. I really wish. <laughs> um, we will cover this in the next episode because we are also going to be interviewing Julia next week. Uh, this was fun. We always like to get to know Molly and get to know all of us. Mm. Uh, This is the Three Stripe Podcast. You can find us on all social platforms. New episodes every Tuesday. We will see or hear you or no. You'll hear hear us. Yeah, I was like, you'll hear us next week. I would love to hear them. Yes, we'll hear you next week. Bye. (laughs) I'm always like, do we say bye? I feel like it's like hanging up the phone.